spinning it's spinning 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 all right we're live uh all right hi everybody um welcome to miscellaneous millennials this is episode six um and i am your host alex carl uh and i feel uh fucking happy it's friday but uh you know nervous every time i fucking do a podcast um so uh first off i want to say that this is a first amendment free zone so you Say whatever the fuck you want, and if you hear something that you don't like, express it. Go fuck yourself after that. Um, <laughs> um, okay, uh, also, I want to give a thank you to our two producers that we have so far. Um, it's Emma Carl, uh, who's my wife, who she created the awesome graphic that is uh, up on our fucking logo. Um, and also Aaron Forbes, who is helping to make this thing work on StreamYard. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, we also want to say thank you to Inebriated Instigators, who is our like umbrella thing that we do all this uh, under there. Um, check them out there. Uh, their podcast is actually on about half an hour after this one should be over, give or take. It's on at like fucking 1030 or some shit. I don't know. We might be over then. We might not. Who fucking knows? Um, but with all that being said, uh, my my guest tonight is uh, Renaissance man and entrepreneur uh, Matthew Williams, a friend of mine. So welcome, Matthew. How are you tonight? Thank you. Uh, I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. Uh, I'm so happy to be here. Well, good, man. We're happy to have you. Uh, <laughs> so um, so can you tell me uh, tell the people? Well who's not listening at this moment because we're at zero views right now, but maybe we'll get to more. Um, who you are, what you do, um, what your thing is, you know, just tell us about yourself. Um, I'm Matthew Williams. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, represent. represent. Uh, I currently live in Georgia. Um, so... I'm, I'm like an all-around artist, uh, like like Alex said, uh, he described me as Renaissance man. I I like that, you know, to that, that title just because it's like, you know, it makes you feel like you you got a lot of things going. It's like I'll just pick up projects just to do them, but it's like it's just what I'm passionate about. So it's like I like uh, visual arts, um, you know, audio. I, I make music. Um, and then uh, recently, uh, well, two years ago, founded a fashion brand. It's called Once Nude. This is a shirt from the line, uh, our nude coin shirt, because one day we want to step into cryptocurrency and, you know, things like that. Uh, but it's, it's like, you know, I just want to... I did not know that. that. That is interesting. I didn't know that. I'm, I'm going to ask about that later. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, just, you know, just... I grew up on MTV and BET, always wanted to be like the rappers, you know, so I started rapping and stuff, you know, and then, you know, you always want to expand like Master P, Jay-Z, Dr. Dre, P. Diddy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so it's like, you know, it's, it's, you got to have a mixtape, got to have a really high mixtape, got to have a fashion brand, you know what I'm saying? All these custom things that it's like, oh, I don't have that, that means he's popular, you know, whatever. Uh, but it's just, you know... Just trying to live the dream and, you know, really do it. You know what I mean? Just uh, my day job, I'm a cook, though. Uh, I really hate cooking, but it's still an art form, you know what I'm saying? So it's, like, all relative. Um, okay, so 
I met you uh, in Cincinnati. Um, I, I I hope you don't mind that I that I say where where I met you. So uh, do you you don't care, right? Right. Um, right. Exactly. So so I met you at Job Corps in Cincinnati. Um, I I, I want to say it was 2014, 2013. Had to be something because because it was right before my kid was born, which he was born in 2014, and right before I turned 25. So yeah. it had to be around that time. Yeah, I uh, so, program uh, February 2014, and then I met you. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. Um, so when I met you, you were going under uh, the moniker of uh, Mizza, yeah, correct? Mizza or might as well, correct? Uh, might as well is kind of like dead. Like that was like. Oh, right, you know, like 2009, 2010, for real, for real. Oh, okay, okay, because cause you used that on one of the songs, I think, that we tried to record together. Right, right. It's like, as far as I know, really, might as well, because I've always been the Mizzet since before, might as well, there was the Mizzet, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm still the Mizzet right now. But, uh, right, okay, right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's like, might as well was the rap side, the Mizzet was the producing side, and then, you know, just eventually the Mizzet was just all of it. It's just... Mm -hmm. You know, some kind of weird little bit right. kind of thing. So, okay. So, besides how you just recently, you know, explained why you got into what you were doing just a couple minutes ago, um, what really made you want to get into like uh, the hip hop producing kind of uh, side of things? Uh, so, uh, uh, other than what you just, you know, explained to me, you know, that so we all have. When I first started making music, like when it first came into my life, I was nine years old, 1999. Uh, I had a PlayStation. There's a video game called MTV Music Generator, and it lets you arrange sounds and stuff. And I was playing around with that. And then um, it was like, it was just there. It was like one of the games. It wasn't really like, oh, I can start making music. It was just like, it's something to do. But then, they kept making installments of it. I didn't get the second one, but the, uh, the third one, it was on like Xbox and uh, PS2 and stuff like that. And it they stepped it up where you there was more control over making the beats. So uh, it's like, for real, I like, was really trying to be the rapper. So it was like, my uncle, he made beats and he had like a beat CD. It was like 21 beats and we just kept rapping on the same beat. So it was like, bro, we need some new beats. And he was like, I can't make beats that fast. So we had to learn how to make our own beats so that we could keep rapping, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, it's like the more you keep doing something, the better you get at it, you know? And that's, that's really where the producing started. Okay. Uh, so, so the producing started kind of as a product of wanting to do the rap thing, is you had to do the producing thing in order to keep kind of doing the rapping thing, right? But it's like, in a sense, the producing came before I would even start rapping because I had the game. Oh, up. okay. And I started oh, rapping. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, what what I heard was you you said, so I really wanted to do the rapping thing, but I couldn't do that without. Crit okay. Well, so, uh, okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I, sorry. I, I see what you're saying. Okay. I'm yeah, okay. you know, the story, my bad. It's like, you're, you're fine. Nope. Nope. I, I get it. I, I get what you're saying now. Okay. It was, okay. Like, yeah, it was like, in the beginning, it was just like, it's a video game. And then I started rapping like two right. years later. And then it was like, okay, I got these resources I can learn. You know what I'm saying? And then we started downloading Fruity Loops and right. stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Um, what were uh what were some of your earliest uh, hip hop influences? Uh, like so- uh, I, I I lyrically. Okay. So I'm 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 I love words. I'm a wordsmith. That's what I've always I love writing. So so lyrically, what are uh, what what were some of your earlier influences? So it's like here's what's funny about me trying to be in the rap game and all that. Uh, it's like not until I was like. 12 years old did I really start listening to rap music, you know what I'm saying? I didn't grow up on rap music. I grew up on like grunge rock and like so shit, okay. you look at me okay. like uh-huh. I don't believe yeah. that or I, what, you know what I'm saying? Well, there, there, there was still heavy lyricism in that, too. I mean, there absolutely was. I mean, dude, Nirvana, that was some poetic shit. I mean, really, it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, smells Like Teen Spirit was uh, poetic as fuck, quite frankly. Yeah. You know, uh, so it's like, I grew up on, like, Alice in Chains and Megadeth and Metallica and shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, when I was 12, my aunt and uncle bought me uh, Jay-Z's uh, Hard Knock Life Volume 2 album, and that mm-hmm. was, like, the first the first really like my chance with it and yeah i said jay-z and then after that the first album i ever bought rap wise for myself was the eminem show you know that really okay i was on that for like three years straight uh and then it just it kept growing you know what I'm <laughs> so i started finding more obscure you know stuff on the internet you know i was listening to cannabis i was listening to immortal technique cannibal mm-hmm. uh common uh, <laughs> so uh you you uh you you want to know the first rap album i ever bought <laughs> nwa straight out of compton <laughs> dude uh, the the uh the guy like asked for my id at the counter and and then he kind of waved it away <laughs> like dude i i was probably i don't know nine or something like i i had just like i i heard eminem at the roller rink that like eminem was kind of like my first real like introduction in hip-hop Right. And, and 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 I heard Eminem at the Rolling Rink. It was like, hi, my name is, my name is. And like, we were all fucking skating to it and shit. And, uh, and then I just kind of went, you know, to school the next day and kind of asked my friends and kind of dove into it and fucking got, uh, got straight out of Compton. Like, is there like, oh yeah, that's like the original shit. Like you got to listen to, you got to yeah. listen to NWA. And I was like, oh, okay. And, uh, oh. So that 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 was my oh, fucking uh, just like uh, uh, sink or swim in hip hop, <laughs> right? Um. So uh. So okay. So I do want. Uh, so I I actually kind of prepared um a couple questions because I actually wanted to ask you some serious shit. Um. Oh. So you've gone from um. Uh, Mizza, well, you are still Mizza, uh, apparently, yeah. as you say. Um. So so. Right. So you've gone from that to um, uh, we're going to stick with the music thing for a little bit. So the most recent thing is Matt Sexwave. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So how did how did that come about? How did that whole like how did the change from doing? Because, I mean, I remember um, we we have a fucking couple songs, I think, on the Internet. You could probably fucking find somewhere. Right. Like we recorded a couple things together at Job Corps. So like. How did you go from, you know, from like that? Uh, I, I, I call it thrash rap or it's it's kind of like the like hip hop version of like Metallica. OK, that's what I do, at least. Um, how did you go from like doing shit with fuckers like me to uh, to the sex wave? That's that's really what I want to know. OK, so the sex wave. So I have to tell the full spectrum of this because there was like a beef 
about this. I have to light up, I have to light up tobacco to tell you this story like an old man. <laughs> There's a side to this, man. Okay, so okay, so when I started, not even when I started, it's like kind of like midway through like the beginning of my start making music. So I'm gonna tell you a big story. This is this is how it's gonna go. Okay. <clears throat> So that's why we're here. Please <laughs> tell, tell us the shit. That's why we're here. So I was saying how we got the sex wave. You got to understand a little bit of the rap journey. So I started rapping in 2001. I was 11. It was me, my stepbrother, uh, Kaden, and my neighbor, Derek. We, so our first rap group, we called ourselves the Ghetto Skeletons because we were trying to be like bone thugs. Like it was so like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta laugh at that man. <laughs> you gotta laugh. At so we do the ghetto skeletons, and it's like you know, for little kids, like we say some shit for real. But it's like in the beginning, we had a beat. We didn't know how to make the beats together. The resources, we didn't know how to do it. So we was like trying to beatbox on the tape recorder, and it's like the dude is beatboxing ain't got no rhythm. We rapping, we ain't got no rhythm. It sucks. Like it really sucks. The first, the first tape we did was called Baloney. Um, then the next tape we did, it was called. Uh, did you say baloney? It baloney. was called baloney. Called baloney. <laughs> I thought you said baloney. I was like, oh yeah. shit, no way were you that self-aware. <laughs> like no. Like, way. Baloney, like because like, we were like watching Invader Zim and shit. Like you know what I mean? Like that weird shit. Like who gave me this pork cow? Like you know, just weird shit. So this is like you know baloney. Like it's the first one. Like Cordy is you know it's baloney. Like. So the next one we did, we kind of like stepped it up with the concept, whatever, called it the apocalypse. All right. So uh, there was like there was like some original songs on that version of the apocalypse that I don't I don't even remember what those songs were. But we took the name and put it on like when we did it later. So that was 2001. So fast forward to 2005. Uh, so my brother Caden, he's my stepbrother. So we got uh, like my mom married his dad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so his mom would get custody of him on the weekends or, you know, certain days through the week, and then he'll come over sometimes. So it's like a few times he was coming over, it was just like, it was just like life was rough for him. And he was like, bro, we got to make it. We got to make it. We got to put out a good-ass album. So we did it. So we had new names. Because uh, my first rap name, my first rap name was, it was AKA. And that lasted for like three days. Then... My next rap name, this is before a chameleon there was AKA a three day weekend. <laughs> three day weekend. So my my main little rap name in the beginning it was Chameleon. It's spelled K-A dash million. And it was like, cause you know, my personality, I feel like I'm a chameleon. I can blend in to different environments. And then like years later, we had chameleon there. And it was like, well, I gotta change the goddamn name. <laughs> so my brother, he was like more like in the hood and stuff so it's like he was hanging out with different kind of people so he was bringing that influence in the music so the tape that me and him made together i was my name was infamous it was spelled m-p-h-a-m-o-u-s nobody knew how to say it they're just like morpheus <laughs> Morpheus, you know what i'm saying well, um, what what what's that one uh, little Wayne line? Um, and the F is for phenomenal or whatever. Yeah, F yeah. Is for phenomenal. <laughs> That's what that makes me think of. <laughs> so uh, my brother's name. This was two thousand five, mind you. His name was Young Thug. Okay. And we was laughing at it. We was like, bro, that's a stupid ass name. Your name is Young Thug. Like, 
it's so generic, you know what I'm saying? But, was, mm-hmm. you know, but he was a really good rapper, though. And then years later, then you get a young, you know. Right. But, uh, right. It was like, so our first tape, it was called Guns in Magazines, okay? <laughs> and we was like, he was like bringing that, I'm gonna kill you shit, and then I'm bringing that, like, talking about the hood, like, comment and shit, but I'm also killing motherfuckers too sometimes. Like, it, it, was, it, was, it was like, woke my beat, kind of. Um, so that was like, kind of like the, the little foundation. And then we had Derek come back over, and then we did the apocalypse, then we had uh, my uncle Seth's beat. So we did like two discs, on the same beats, like you get one disc and it's like it's kind of clean because it's like, oh, this is an album. And then you get the next disc and it's the same beats with different songs on them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when we started to learn how to make the beats. And then uh, we were always kind of struggling to find the label, the, uh, yeah, the label name. Uh, so in the beginning, when we did the apocalypse, we were uh, Royal Entertainment, Royal ENT. And then me and Kaden went to SUPA, uh, School for Creative Performing Arts in Cincinnati. Oh, that yeah, that's uh my my <laughs> wife went there. That's literally yeah. where my wife went. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah Shout out to your wife. Yeah. Well, actually, she might have been in the same grade as you, quite frankly. Well, she I think she because she's a year younger than me, and you're the same age as me. So yeah, I don't know. She might have been. Yeah, I, I was there from 06 to 07. I was only there for my junior year. Oh, well, she was there. That's where she grew. So she went to Walnut um, in like seventh to eighth grade, and then she went to um, I, I call it the SPCA. But yeah, yeah, everybody does. <laughs> uh, we well, to, I uh, fucking started it. Okay, I fucking started it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got it, man. But no, yeah. I didn't. I didn't start it. I'm just an asshole. This is yeah. a thing, man. You know, it's just the culture. SCPA, SPCA, you you go to the dog world. All right, so so I'm I'm sorry. As you were saying, I just completely fucking interrupted my guest while he was telling his story. But go ahead. You're good. Um, so we go to SCPA, and the, the label name is called uh, the Real MC Embassy Tree. This is before I started smoking weed. This is like a few months before I started smoking weed, so it had nothing to do with like we get like. That was going to be my next question: Is when you started smoking weed? Uh, it was New Year's night. Uh, New, well, yeah, New Year's uh, into two thousand seven. Cool. Mm-hmm. Really, you didn't smoke weed until two thousand seven. You were seventeen when you first smoked 16. weed. I started seventeen. Sixteen. Oh, okay. What What month is your birthday? August. So oh, just- okay. So, so I'm like six months older than you. Okay, I'm like s- seven months older than you. I guess. Um, I'm January, okay. January 1990. So yeah, okay, I'm like six months. Yeah, all right. Okay, yeah. Wow, really, dude? I started smoking when I was 14. God damn. Eight months. Oh, seven months. Seven. Uh, yeah, seven months. Right. Yep. No, nope, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, well, damn, dude. All right. I mean, but my thing was like I, I never thought that I was going to start smoking weed. Or I didn't either, dude. I was so against it. I was so against like smoking cigarettes and shit. Like when I when I first started smoking, like dude, because I smoked weed and I was like, bro, yeah, I'm smoking weed, but I'm I'm never fucking smoked cigarettes. It's fucking terrible. And and then the first time I smoked cigarettes, I let, like I smoked a um a, a Dijon Black, and it was like uh, I smoked the cigarette because we ran out of weed. <laughs> like, and I was like, well, I want to fucking keep smoking. <laughs> so. Oh, that, that was my fucking stupid teenage logic. 
I mean, that's that's how we all kind of got addicted to that shit, man. Yeah, no, well, no, exactly. Well, out of tobacco, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> oh, right. Well, yeah. Okay, so it's a few months before you started smoking weed. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the real MC Embassy, and we was really awesome. Like our songs wasn't like well, my songs weren't rhythmic, no flows. It's just like heavy five syllable words, four syllable words, just doing that. And it's like nobody will listen to that shit. Uh, but we was getting carried by Caden with the hits, and then we found this white dude there. His name was Hunter. Uh, he called himself Hundred Dollar Bill uh, these days. I ain't seen him in a while. I feel like two or three years. Uh, back then he ain't had no rap name though. No, he was calling himself Cashmere. That's what he was calling himself. Um, and he was pretty nice too. Um, but it was like SCPA was kind of like it's like you know like a visual artist thing if they move to Europe. That's kind of like how the experience was. It's like art all the time, creativity, teenage angst, you know, saying shit like that. Um, but then, so after SEPM, we went to Saint Bernard, and that's where I graduated. Uh, but in that time period, that was 2007 through 2008. So uh, that's like around that time. That's when we became like the thing we were for, like 10 years. It was third world records. Okay. Uh, Mm-hmm. The thing, I got inspired. It was like two like really pivotal things that inspired me to create third world records. It was like one, uh, there was a video of this dude called up Notorious B U M, and he's like rapping in Third Ward, Texas, I think, or mm-hmm. well, I think it was Texas. But uh, he said something. Yeah, man, I represent the Third Ward, and it was like the way he said it with the accent. It sounded like Third World, and then. Uh, I wasn't aware of the Jamaican group, uh, the Jamaican group called Third World. Uh, they're pretty uh, good. But, uh, Third uh, World. Is, so, hold, hold, hold on, uh, Matt. I'm sorry to interrupt you, man. But um, but we have two uh, two viewers right now. Well, now we're down to one. God damn it. I shouldn't have fucking called him out. Uh, um, say, say hello if you're uh, fucking watching um, or just like and share the shit. Um, all right, fuck you, the person that fucking just started watching and then left. No, I mean, come back. Okay. I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully. So we, we had two viewers a little bit ago, and then they went away. Oh. Uh-oh. Are you there, Matt? Are you there, Matt? What is going on? Don't do this. Uh, okay, hold on, people. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Um, our guest has uh, apparently joined the Matrix and is moving uh, in pause mode right now. Oh, can't hold on. Okay, hold on. Apparently, our guest uh, connection dropped. Um, I am seeing if he can... Okay, he is trying to get back in. So, we are going to invite him back. Uh, We're going to do this again. That is totally fine. Don't worry right now. Um, 
we will figure this out, people. Uh, we will overcome this problem. Um, okay. All right. We will figure this fucking shit out. Um, all right. So we're going to send this send this link back to him. Come on, buddy. Get back on here. Damn, dude, we're on three people viewing. I wonder if one of them is you, Matt. It might be. I don't know. So right now, um, I guess I'm just going to sit and uh, <clears throat> talk to myself for a little while. Oh, damn. Somebody fucking left. Okay, well, you two, be you two fucking viewers, um, uh, let's talk about uh, the Olympics that I haven't fucking been watching at all. Um, so... Simone Biles dropped out. Uh, we all know that. Um, mental health. Uh, fuck. I, I, I think it's great, dude. We have the freedom to do whatever the fuck we want. Drop out if you, drop out if you want. I mean, I think it looks shitty. I'm just going to say it. I think it does. I mean, it, it. but it's fine. She can do whatever she wants, bro. I'm not mad at her. Um, dude, drop out and take care of yourself, bro. Because if you, nobody else is going to take care of you. So you have to take care of your fucking self. Like that's really the thing that matters. Um, you know, uh, nobody else is really going to look out for you. Um, so, uh, I mean, it, it, you, you can find somebody that can, obviously, I mean, my wife, I, I feel like she's always going to take care of me, look out for me. I mean, just like, I feel the same about her, but I don't know. She fucking might not. So, like, you still need to uh, take care of yourself, man. Like, you, uh, so I'm not really mad at her. Um, I, I can understand why some people are. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, I get why. But at the same time, those people have never um, competed on a motherfucking Olympic stage. Like, these are people that fucking sit down and eat Doritos in their underpants and, you know, fucking weigh, like, you know, uh, 275 pounds. Like, these these are the people that are about, I'm not, why can't she fucking just win a goddamn Olympic medal for us? Fuck you, man. Fuck you. You've never, you, you've never done a goddamn backflip, much less fucking competed on a fucking Olympic stage. Like. Dude, shut the fuck up, man. Like, your your opinion is so irrelevant that, like, it, it, dude, it's laughable. So, I mean, I, I can understand why people are disappointed, but, like, mad and, like, ashamed. Like, goddamn, dude, fuck you, bro. Like, so if she's not American, how un-American are you that you never even tried to get on the goddamn Olympic uh, fucking gymnastics team? Like, uh, fuck you, dude. You've you've never fucking done it. Like, why are people getting mad about this? You know, everybody gets mad about shit uh, that like they can never fucking do and never do all this other shit. What the fuck was that beep about? Um, and did uh something went wrong? Oh goddamn! Jesus Christ, dude, why is this not connecting for my guest? Dude, this is so shitty. Um, God damn. Um, okay, hold on, people. I'm, I'm sorry. This is technical difficulties.
Um, okay, so yeah, so I got this picture that it says it's not loading on his phone or his CPU. Um, damn. Shit, man. I, I, I wanted to keep talking to this guest, man. I was excited about it. Um, so I asked him uh, if we should keep going. Um, well, now we're back up to three viewers. Maybe I should just keep ranting about politics. Um, why the fuck isn't marijuana legal? God damn it. <laughs> um, okay, well, he says that he can't get it to work. So unfortunately, it looks like we're going to have to cut this um, interview short. Um, but maybe we will be back, uh, next week or in a week or two. I think I might have one next week. So uh, we, we will figure this out and we're going to keep this, uh, interview going at some point, but you know what? I'm just going to keep going with my podcast right now because I fucking feel like it. I've had a little bit to smoke, a little bit to drink and, uh, Matt, it is no worries, dude. Like you, you are good brother. Uh, Thank you for coming on for, you know, the 20 minutes uh, that you were on. It's absolutely good, man. I had fun. Um, uh, so, yeah, you know what? I'm going to just fucking rant about why uh, marijuana, honestly, why every other drug should be legal. Because that's I keep seeing this thing in my feed um, that the Ohio Democrats um, have pushed for uh, legal, uh, recreational legalization in Ohio. which I think should have been done in the country a long time ago. Quite frankly, I think if Washington, D.C., recreational is fucking legal, as soon as it's recreationally legal in, um, in the fucking nation's capital, it should be legal throughout the entire country. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. If motherfuckers that run the government can smoke weed, why the fuck can't I smoke weed legally? It's bullshit, bro. Um, so... Having said that, so first off, prohibition uh, of any substance creates a black market for it, and it creates um, organized crime that will continue um, to um, cause crime. Um, it will continue to um, raise our taxes for stupid fucking reasons, uh, because constantly uh governments are gonna oh try to use this money to cut down on violent crime and all that bullshit well, well you know what fucking one of the things that causes violent crime is organized crime and you know what the the main thing that organized crime makes money off of illicit drugs oh shit it's fucking crazy it's almost like in the 1920s we fucking learned that oh we made alcohol illegal and guess what the fuck happened the fucking mob started running fucking everything Bro, and the mafia ran organized crime for decades after that. Like it was in the 1920s. And then they just dude, they took it up until what like the 80s, man. That like the mafia took over for like six goddamn decades because of prohibition. That's what brought them the power. And then we're we're surprised when the cartels are fucking oh gee. Well, I wonder why, because they sell marijuana and cocaine and heroin. And guess what are the three biggest fucking things? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Is my guest back? My guest is back. Hey, <laughs> can you hear me? See? Yes, I can hear you, brother. Yeah, yeah. See, it's a good thing I didn't fucking leave. Good thing I started fucking ranting about uh, fucking 
why drugs should be legal. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you did that because when I was like working on it, trying to do it, I was like, man, yeah, stall them out, filibuster. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, I got okay. you, man. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the only yeah. problem I have is do you remember what the fuck we were talking about? Yeah, uh, how I started doing sex with. That's Boom. right. Okay. Yep, that's right. Yep, how you became sex right with. Okay, yep, so we were, yep, let's we do were, it. We were third world records, and uh, so I had a friend I went to high school with. Well, really, all of these dudes I met in the age of I was being in high school. So it's like two dudes I met at the school I was going to, St. Xavier High School. It's an all-boys school. It's Catholic, uh, Jesuit. Uh, in Cincinnati, like, right? Yeah, in Cincinnati. Yeah, St. X. It's St. X. Yeah. yeah, everybody knows about fucking St. X. Yeah. Well, you know, for the people that don't know, or you know, yeah. wherever. Um, oh, hold up! Did uh, did did you know a um uh, a JT Koenig, John Thomas Koenig? He would have been in our class. Uh, I don't remember. Wait. Oh, okay. All right. Well, he he was a friend of mine back in the day, so that, that's the only reason why I asked. But yes. Yeah, because there's a lot of dudes that had like all the same names, like. Uh, yeah, I, I get a lot of Johns, a lot of Lukes. You know what I'm saying? A lot of, lot of white dudes with biblical names. Yeah. Uh-huh. But um, so yeah, <laughs> uh, so there was uh, he he now goes to Advance, and then uh, my friend Sheldon, um, and then Vance had this friend named Caleb. So we were like the four core of the third world because my brother Caden. <coughs> He ended up getting his high school sweetheart pregnant, and then they had a baby. And she's from D.C., so he moved to D.C. So, you know, he ain't since 2006 or 2007, he ain't really been back to uh, Cincinnati. So it was like, this is third world, you know what I'm saying, us four. Mm-hmm. So it was like, at that point, I had been doing music for six years, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so this is a conversation that I had with Vance because, like, we're, like, I guess not friends anymore. Uh <laughs> There's a long story with us, but that's not for here. But essentially, I do remember this conversation. Uh, Vance was like, hey, do you think it would be fly if I used autotune and did, like, songs about love and stuff? And it's like, 17-year-old lyrical me is like, nah, that's pretty stupid. That's lousy. Nah, I ain't messing with that. So uh, fast forward to to the summer of 2015 when I came back from uh, San Francisco, California. Uh, So... Me and Alex, for the audience, me and Alex went to Job Corps in Cincinnati. And then my program, uh, when you do advanced training, it took me to San Francisco, California. So when I came back from Frisco, uh, I was hanging out with Vance, we're making music. And there was this song by Hobson that came out, uh, basically making fun of mumble rappers. <laughs> I remember that. That that was funny as fuck. Yes. <laughs> and, uh he did that song, and like we just thought it was cool, just because it was like it's kind of like the hottest song he had for real, for real. But yeah, uh, so like that that same moment, we started playing with auto tune, and I liked what I heard. I liked playing around with it because it was like at that point, all it was was rap, 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 old school boom bap. You know what I'm saying? Beats. You know what I'm saying? But like to have fun and then you know do something different. That's it. Took my imagination. So it was like when. Me and Vance were breaking up his friends. Uh, he he mentioned that back when we were seventeen, when he was like, "Yeah, if I did auto tune, then and I was like, it's stupid." And I was like, "Yeah, 
back in the day, you know what I'm saying, when I'm 17 and don't know anything, and I'm trying to be a rapper, right? You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not thinking about pop music. I'm not thinking, but it's like when I've done all this music, and then it's like he tried to mangle it into I stole this concept from him when it was like you got the free range to do it. So it's like if you're really the originator, you do what I did, you know what I'm saying? Kind of thing. So uh Sex Wave was birthed through just like a time in my life where it felt like things were changing and uh you know, I just wanted to do something different. I was inspired by the people around me who weren't rappers that were musicians and watching them perform and stuff. And, uh, you know, just getting that freedom to play around with it and then just, like, look at it as a, uh, you know, extension of my true self, you know what I'm saying, in the music form. And it's, like, it's more fun, it's catchy, easier to remember than the lyrical, physical, difficult, lyrical, you know what I'm saying? Like, very, very true. Um, Okay, <laughs> so... So uh, I, I, a follow-up question off that. Um, uh, a lot of the um, the cover art, um, did you come up with that? Um, did you have somebody um, that helped you with that? Was there an inspiration behind that? Because like, like, like a lot of your cover art is, is honestly, I mean, it's, 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 it varies. Uh, I mean, you know, there, there's stuff like Triller, you know, which yeah. obviously, you know, is, is an homage to Thriller and yeah. uh, and you know and and shit like that um but um you know there there are some differences and there's obvious inspirations from some things but do, was right. that you is that somebody else what so up to date the only cover that i didn't design in who pool. is it oh hold on one <laughs> second who is who is this trill trying to uh come on to uh to oh, our podcast that's my friend Jay. Uh, I gave him the link to watch it. Uh, oh, well, I, I mean, does, does he want to come on and talk? Uh, I've never had I've never had two guests before, but I mean, I I thought we'd just. Hey, I mean, like I think we can have a good conversation with Jay. Okay, if, hold on. If he wants, let, to, if he wants let let's finish this up. Right. Hello. Did do it again? Oh, your camera is off. <laughs> All right, try and carry the show. Unless I'm not online. But I think the camera is off. I think that's what's going on. I'm in the show. That's the phone. Uh, <laughs> uh, hmm. <laughs> uh, it's not my show.
technical difficulties. We're trying to get this back. Okay. Mm -hmm. 